we called your mom. We don't want to talk to you. We want to talk to your mom. <laughs> Put your mom on. <laughs> Offenbach, right? Offenbach? Yes. That's so good. That was good. That was better than your Bach piece. Wow. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. Mom, we hit the road together. We're on the road. We're roadies. <laughs> <laughs> My mom's making a weird, silly face right now. Well, yeah. This is our first, we're, this is the first time, you know, we recorded all our other episodes in 2018. We were in the flesh yeah. together. You were actually wearing those same. I know, I, I wore them in honor. And yeah. yeah, I love it. Some of us. You probably yeah. threw years away. My mom, <laughs> no. Okay, good. I didn't. They're just hanging in my closet. You know, I love yeah, them. Yeah, I do. I do know you like a good overall. You've got several. Yeah, I do. It's like, I don't have kids. I have overalls. <laughs> but, um, you know. And then we started recording in 2020 again when we got the mm -hmm. green light, the big bucks. We're getting paid we, millions we are? to do this. I didn't know that. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I think it's free. Yeah. But we started recording remotely because you and I can't be I together the, because of the droplets. Yeah. The coronavirus, the, so, the quarantine, the no yeah. travel. Yeah. That's right. Been, but I can still see I you. This has been the, nice. I can still see yeah. you. Yeah, but you and I are calling into a Zoom. All these episodes are going to be remote. So instead of just us calling a mom remotely, everybody's on yeah. an island. That's so weird. And you're my yeah, rock. You're mine. You you're, are you're my, my palm rock. tree. You are my island. Something like that. Did I get that wrong? Simon and Garfunkel. That, that was right. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I said you Oh, are. you did change a word. It's supposed to be... I am a rock. I am an island. Yeah. All right. That was mm. pretty sweet. That was the I was the listening original. to some Miles Davis jazz this morning, and I got to be honest, <laughs> it was giving me diarrhea. Beth! Honey, <laughs> you shouldn't say that. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's no way. There's no way. I don't know why. Maybe I was just nervous that we were. Recording. Now, if you listen to like Dizzy Gillespie or uh, uh -huh. Charlie Bird Parker, that'll, that'll really going. get you going. That's like the bop. Maybe that's maybe why they call it butt jazz. <laughs> Beth, we can't use this stuff. This is not good. <laughs> don't do say that. Come on. I. Honestly, well, I thought we were starting with Linda and Toby. <laughs> we are. <laughs> we did our first live episode at Just Flaps Montreal. And look, honestly, Mom, it was a really fun time, but I feel like I owe you an apology. Like, I feel like I could have been a better wing woman. Yeah, I think you could have. You I, I felt way? a little paralyzed in front of that live audience. Is that what you mean? Yeah, I mm -hmm. looked. I looked. At Just Flaps Montreal. Like a doe in the headlights up there. And I kept looking at Andy. I don't think that's true. I know, but I didn't you say much. Cute. I sort of uh, yeah, was on mute. But that's okay. I was on mute. I think it's a learning lesson for when we, when I eventually quit stand-up and you and I just tore this podcast. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. But that live audience and then, you know, meeting Toby you? and Linda, they were so down to earth and so fun. But they really hit it off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we just kind of. And I just sort of sank just... into the sunset. 
Well, we had Linda, Rabbi Linda P. Goldberg. Oh, yes, she was um, Who was Andrew Goldberg's mom. Mm -hmm. Andrew's one of the creators of Big Mouth. And we got a little inside into what it felt like for her to have some of her own personal family stories revealed on this cartoon that has become very popular. And the emotions that Mm -hmm. come with that. Yeah, she said that was a process. It was a process. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have Sophie. That, that's Andrew Goldberg's mom, um, mm-hmm. Linda. And then we have Sophie Buttle's mom, Toby. Toby. And just like just like um, them, you and I have our different last names. They have different yeah, last names, yeah. too. But she and was a teacher. She's an artist. Yeah, yeah an, an artist. artist teacher. She's getting back into mm-hmm. art. And, you know, Sophie run, won a Juno this year, which is the Canadian oh, Grammy for her comedy album. that's fantastic. Oh, this is weird, Beth. I yeah. thought that um, Toby won it. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> the Juno? <laughs> I thought Toby won the Juno. I wasn't sure what a Juno well, I was. She, I thought it was like, you know, excellent in teaching or art, like it was an art award yeah. or something. But that was for Sophie. Yes, oh. exactly. I saw a picture of the... She won a Juno award for Album of the Year. That is fantastic. A little bit of buttle, if anybody wants Okay, to now I'm embarrassed because I think I put on Facebook, because I'm friends with Sophie, I think I put congratulations... Um, Toby. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did. Official apology. Congratulations to Toby, but it really okay. But if you think about it, congratulations to Toby for raising a I Sophie. Know, that's true. I didn't mean to skip and right over Sophie. Juno. And you had Andy with you when we were in Montreal. We had a lot of adventures. You tried food that you've never tried before. The language was Francais. Um, I don't know if you ever ordered on. No, I don't think I did. Tu parles français, maman? Um, quelle heure a-t-il? You always knew what time it was. Yeah, I knew how to ask that. You did need to ask that a lot because you refused to turn your phone on in Canada. <laughs> That's right. I didn't want to get charges. You were worried. <laughs> I didn't want to get, you know, come home and, and scream and have all those charges. I thought most people so, did well, speak think- English. I thought they were, you know... Yes, yeah, but both. it would probably would have yeah. been respectful of me if I'd done a little done a well, little homework time, before we, we went. Do a little more. We'll do a little more front awful say. Yeah, and then we left, and then you did some hiking. I sure did. Yeah, and I went up to the top of that yeah. mountain, and then, weren't they like? And there was a drum having circle. a ceremony. Yeah, up a drum there. circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and special shout out to my godmother. Andrea Duval, who was with us on the trip. Yeah, um, we had enjoyed food. I re- I worked on my hour, which turned into my new hour special girl yeah. daddy on hbo max streaming now um you guys were there for me in the early stages yeah, of that you were kind of practicing um yes i was still figuring out mm-hmm. order and stuff yeah. like that we had and, fun though we um, really did it was relaxing it was we had the time. it was a wonderful yeah. time so let's get into it let's listen to the episode and i promise if we do more live episodes i will be a better way right. that's a good deal that that will be nice i still had fun I love you. I love you. All right. Lyndon Toby. Don't sit on your mic. I won't. 
reminds me of the time where we got pedicures and uh, you know when like a pedicure chair will just surprise you with like a right up the middle of your butt? Okay, great way to start. It even did my bra. Oh, it did. We, we also were getting a massage chair and it undid our bra. So that's a fun tale. <laughs> So, Mom, say those things into the microphone. Oh, yeah. Okay. She's okay. learning. This is our first live pod. Um, if you haven't listened to us, we forgive you. Uh, we are a new podcast. It's called We Called Your Mom. I knew if I was going to do a podcast, I didn't. It had to be good. Because there's, there's a lot of pods out there, and we really didn't need more. Uh, I also didn't want to bother my friends, and so I thought, I'll bother my mom. Uh, so I called my mom and I just said, hey, mom, do you want to do a podcast? And I said, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. She said, yes. yes. And then what's that? What's you know? that? And that's the true, that's a true mom. You were down to clown. Absolutely. No I, well, I retired and I was looking for things to do. Yes. And, <laughs> Fun and obviously the money is in the podcast. <laughs> 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 Retirement fund taken care of. So normally when we do the pod, we're in Los Angeles. My, we've, my mom, I grew up in Ohio. She lives in Ohio. She hasn't gone full Hollywood yet. <laughs> and uh, we fly her from Ohio, and we just sit in the studio. Earwolf is our, our studio. And um, we call, straight up just call the moms. And we've called moms. Maryland. Yeah, into the mic. Oh, Maryland. Yeah. Maryland. Maryland. Maria Bamford's mom. Um, Mary. Mary. <laughs> It's my sorry. mom's best friend. Um, <laughs> truthfully, after every um, after every podcast, they did make a plan to hang. Um, we we actually did. They were going to visit each other and yeah, come visit. And some plans are still on the table. But um, <laughs> and then all kinds of mom, uh, Jonathan Van Ness's mom, Mary. So if uh, the good news is for you guys on your chairs, if you didn't listen, um, there's a bunch of other guests. Sam Richardson's mom, Lydia. A lot of great guests, and then you can listen for free. The people who have already listened and paid are like, thank you. <laughs> That's nice. A little late, Beth. Um, Okay, and I just want to, I do want to give a little shout out to our network, Earwolf. Um, they brought us here this afternoon. Um, my mom actually, they brought my mom, you know, my mom got Montreal before a lot of my friends. Nice. And <laughs> have you, have you been getting you hate mail? Oh, no, no hate mail. Just, uh, I know Louis Anderson's on at the same time we are. Yeah. So I saw him in the elevator and I told him his show had been canceled. <laughs> prankster or a different mother. time yeah we do love we love scaring each other um but yeah he is our competition I know. would you ever he is funny would Lee. you date a comedian never <laughs> i know you do it's worked out for me very well um has it though no <laughs> yeah i do have good material from it mm -hmm. you like some of my bits i like the jerry Maguire bit um yeah deep cut i <laughs> Yeah, uh, I hate to brag. I I have seen Jerry Maguire, and I do occasionally text with Jonathan Lipnicki. Uh, I the joke was that I wrote the female Jerry Maguire, and then the most quoted line was, "You deplete me." <laughs> he's got good taste. Okay, so anyway, Earwolf's partner with Stitcher Premium. Um, and so, uh, what else am I supposed to say here? Stitcherpremium.com. Okay. Um, what else? Okay, I guess this is our first live, and we have we have we're not calling like we typically do. We have real live moms. Yeah. Some of the 
Today with us, we have some of the best comedy producers in North America (laughs) made with their bodies. Please, I want to bring up our special guests. We have um, Sophie Buttle's mom. Uh, She's a Canadian comedian legend. Um, I love her. We've worked together. We also have Andrew Goldberg's mom, who's one of the co-creators of Big Mouth. So let's bring them up to the stage with a nice round of applause. Please welcome Toby and Linda. We're so happy you're here. Uh, (laughs) Ladies, so we have Linda here closest to us, Andrew's mom, and Toby, who is Sophie's mom. Hello. Thank you. We're so excited to have you. Do you guys always travel with your kids or is it just us or <laughs> ha 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 <laughs> i like Any to tag along with your moms a lot <laughs> no. <laughs> no you come to a lot of shows right toby i go to as many as i can uh-huh and i love it yeah. <laughs> i know yeah. i feel like moms are our first audience like I bombed in front of my mom as recently as last night. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I picture jokes and it's just straight blank face. <laughs> sometimes, do you, you remember at dinner, you were just like... I don't get Sophie's jokes. Right. I stare, I stare at her and then I do a fake laugh. <laughs> <laughs> or a nervous laugh, but I'm her biggest fan. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. You, just, you show up and you're there. Totally there. Um, okay, so we have two moms at the same time, which we've never done, but we'll just, we'll do our best here, you know? Our, do you have other kids besides the ones that we're discussing Oh, yeah, that's today? always a curious one. Is Sophie the, an only child? Is Andrew an only child? Andrew is an only oh, child. Um, okay. I guess he would have liked a sibling because he had an imaginary brother for oh years. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wait, for how many years? Many years. <laughs> <laughs> He's here with us today. I like that. Uh, He's right well, here. Well, the imaginary. <laughs> yeah. What was so, his name? The imaginary friend. <laughs> he. Uh, I don't know his name. Okay. Uh, but he did say that we kept him in the attic and fed him every once in a while. And that was a clue to our, we have friends who are psychologists who were believing this. And oh. they, that was the clue to him that this may not be true. <laughs> I love that. I think I did have an imaginary friend, but it was like a, it was a dog. I remember oh. going to Mammoth Cave and being like, ooh, be careful, you know, of my fake dog. Yeah. Imaginary dog. Easier to take care of. Yeah. Than an imaginary easier. dog. Yeah. yeah. Is Sophie cool. only? She's an only. Yeah. Oh, wow. S-O-P-H-I-E. And I was thinking how she always wanted a dog, but I wouldn't get I wouldn't get a pet because I thought it was too much work. But now I have O-P, O-P-I-E. Oh. I have a dog after she left. Uh, yeah, you got to she- replace her. <laughs> He's, and he's a really cute blonde dog. Oh, yeah. So what kind I'll of show dog? You pictures later. Yeah. yeah. So we, normally we like to exclude the comedian altogether, but we have let Sophie come here today. And <laughs> she is. <laughs> she is here. And Sophie's got shows. Do you? Do you? Um, that we should go see. Are you doing Top Comic here? Or that's always in Toronto. That's in September. Okay. Great. 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 
we'll talk more. Um, (laughs) It's about us now. Yes, it's all about you. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's why we like to call the moms. The moms. We get to the source. Yes. What were some of the first moments you were like, my child might be a bit different? A little different. Oh, those are my favorite stories. Yeah. What was a tip? What was a clue? A tip off. Like a... She... Yeah. Well, she was... um, I remember when the all of the teachers would call me in when she was in <laughs> in public school like grade three and four and they're saying there's something wrong but we're not sure what it is <gasps> true there was a bunch of things that came out of that yeah uh, one was i wasn't sure if i was a good mom or not because she <laughs> i guess she couldn't see so she always had headaches but they thought she was very bright but she didn't really produce material because she couldn't see mm-hmm. so we found out maybe when I'm not sure what how old you were that she needed glasses. Okay. But in my defense, she doesn't wear them even now that she knows she needs them. <laughs> <laughs> Just saving Things up like, for LASIK, so for no. But I remember that they did a lot of tests on her, and they found she was like gifted disabled. <laughs> I'm sure that's the wrong. I'm sorry. I'm sure that's the wrong label, but something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, really good, but that's how I different. identify as well. Yeah, yeah. So the public school system helped. That's amazing, because Andrew, also an only child, yes, a gifted disabled. They didn't call no it way. that. Absolutely, <laughs> got a lot of calls from teachers over the years. Oh. And for me, this is like vindication that they pay him for the stuff that the teachers used to complain about. Yes, yes. Oh, that is exactly. Yes. And I always felt now Andrew's problem was dysgraphia meaning that he would do oral presentations phenomenally, you know, really great. But his written work was just average. And so that was the clue. Many weeks of testing for them to come out with this diagnosis. And I always felt that he, that this was an advantage to him, that he had these learning disabilities or whatever they're called these days, because he saw things from a different angle. Yes. And isn't that so much of comedy? Oh, but somehow that seems... Sophie had some form of dyslexia, (gasps) and it sounds so similar as you're talking. I I love hearing the story, (laughs) but I love also what you said about just seeing things from a different angle might be the common thread in comedians. I I think think so. so. And you asked, how did we know? Well, the way I knew was I sent him to preschool, and he was like two, three years old. He was really little. Mm-hmm. And all the other kids were crying because their mommies left. Mm-hmm. He cried when he had to go home. Oh. <laughs> and, I mean, obviously, as an only child, how much could home, fun could home be? Hi, Mom. But, but the other thing was that he learned right away that he could make the other kids laugh. And just like the kid who gets all of the blocks and then becomes an architect, he uh, went into comedy. And I I encouraged it. I think it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Did you encourage it too, Toby? Uh, Or were you scared? Because some moms feel like, I think my mom was always supportive of me performing too. But sometimes it can be scary to let a kid study the arts or whatever you want them to be able to survive in the world. Yeah. um, No, I know when she left home, to and definitely wanted to do comedy and I was 100% supporting her but I still wanted her to like sign up for something sure oh you know you could sign up for 
that's why she ended up going to fashion school for about three weeks. That was <laughs> that was so expensive. That, that private fashion school in Vancouver. But it paid there. off because you look yeah. great. Awesome. Yeah, and then when she got her very first sort of big show, I flew out there. Actually, I was always flying out there anyways. I think mm -hmm. we visited. To Vancouver? Yeah. So you, because you grew up in. I was in the east, like Ottawa area. Okay. And then that's, that's where I met Sophie, was yeah. in Vancouver. Yeah. But there was something you said uh, about Andrew when he was young that I just remembered. Um, I'm not trying to top you. Yeah. <laughs> it was nursery. Be my guest. No, no, no. <laughs> it, was, it was nursery school when I brought Sophie and I had the tears just crying, leaving her for the very first time. And she went into this little rocking chair and grabbed a book and just went like, to the, to the hand, mom. Like, she had found people, you know, and right. stuff and just couldn't wait, you know, to get on with her life. She was about yes. three. Yeah. And they used to make us sit there in case the child needed us. No. And if he'd, he'd look at me, he would like, don't you have a life? <laughs> do we have something to do? <laughs> Go run an errand. Yes, yes. Well, well, there's something like to do. Diane. Well, I just remember um, in grade school, you know, you get the grade cards and the mm -hmm. comments. Mm -hmm. And there was one always running through is, does not do well in small groups. Oh, really? <laughs> doesn't stop talking <laughs> okay so andrew went to um, a jewish day school and the assistant principal and in most places the assistant principal is the disciplinarian right so the disciplinarian uh, was mrs kelly who obviously you know she didn't really belong in a Jewish day school from that point of view. <laughs> she was an ex-nun. Is she going to hear this? <laughs> and Pardon? Are we being recorded? Is she going to hear this story? Oh, my gosh, Mom. Dear, dear Mrs. If Kelly, she, she passed, sadly hey, passed know. on to okay. a better place. But she okay. was a marvelous person. Okay. And Andrew spent so much time in her office. I mean, they, like, shared an office. <laughs> he, kept, he kept his books in Mrs. Kelly's office, oh. and he would go to Hebrew class, and he would say, should I come in, or should I go right to Mrs. Kelly's office? And they'd say, go right to Mrs. Kelly's <laughs> And so he would. And Mrs. Kelly, for years, sent him a birthday card, because oh, they were such sweet. good friends. They shared an they office. They had a bond. I <laughs> love they that. bonded early. Yeah. And now, so Linda, you are a rabbi. I am. And have you always been, or I, I actually don't know no. enough about it to know, was it an early decision in life, or what about Well, it was an early decision, but a late execution. Okay. Ah. <laughs> so I always wanted to do it, or at least for the last 30, 40 years, which for most of you feels like always, for sure. <laughs> Um, but I had a, a career at IBM. Uh, my husband was not excited about it at all. Mm -hmm. And um, so I just would pay, pick up every five years or so. I'd say, is this the time? And he'd say, absolutely not. And so I'd put it away. Mm -hmm. Finally, I was in my mid-70s. And I figured, if I don't do it now, I better... I'm not going to have to pack it away. So I really wanted to do it. Fortunately, we were out in California when I was going through the application process. And um, our son said to his father, Dad, do you really want to be the one that stomps on mom's dreams? No. Yeah. Oh, and he no. 
never said another word. And Good. he's been incredibly oh, I, supportive. He I takes me to weddings. We just did my 40th wedding. Wow. You're, oh, right? oh, your husband goes with you? Yeah, he That's goes amazing. with me. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. But also mid-70s? Mid-70s. He looks gorgeous. We we look bless your heart. I never know that. So yeah. nice. You are my new best friend. I know that. <laughs> I love Linda. We, you know, we bonded very quickly. All four <laughs> yeah, of us. All of us. Yeah. We have We've a, got plans. We have a real bond. <laughs> we, we have plans to hang out after. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Toby, you're also creative, though. You, you were... Uh, I was about 20 years. I was a high school teacher. Oh my gosh. I know. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And and it wasn't just like a normal English teacher. I did com tech, which was basically teenage boys were the only clients I had. (laughs) (laughs) So skateboard videos. Hey. And I would just became hey. one. I, like, I am, this is the most dressed up I've ever been, you know? Because <laughs> normally I, I, I think of myself as a teenage boy and I wear those clothes. So now I'm trying to break away from that. I retired. <laughs> and I'm very nice. You do. No wonder so I like you. You're a teenage boy. Exactly. Yeah. And they have great energy and I get along with them. Oh, but I, I didn't like teaching anymore. Okay. Everything other than the kids I didn't mm-hmm. like anymore. Yeah. So I'm going to be a painter. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it out loud. Mm-hmm. And, but I'm just, in a way, I'm just starting, but it's something I've dabbled with all my life. Sketching, Wonderful. drawing, but now it's going to be a second career. That's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. The time. How great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have the time now. Yeah, it's fabulous. That's I sold cool. one painting. Oh, oh that's great. Yeah. <laughs> you said you might start a website. And you would put some of your things on the, I'm gonna on the website? I'm going to start probably or? with Instagram, but I'll, I'm going to have to... So people... Yeah, yeah so they can see it. Tell us your website. handle, Toby. Mm. Your Instagram name. So oh. we can follow. Have oh, you I'm trying to yet? think. I think I might just be my name. Okay. I think but that's I'm, where you'll put your paintings? Toby Rosenblum. Already... Okay. There's already stuff there. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, that's so good to know. There's some stuff there. Yeah. So I'll plug it. Okay, great. <laughs> on your podcast. T-O-B-Y, right? T-O-B-Y. Rosenblum. Rosenblum. Okay, yeah. wonderful. That's wonderful. Hey, Look at it. It's exciting. Yeah. And moms, you've do, you've done some uh, creative things out of your time. Well, after I stopped teaching, we were talking in the back about right. both teachers. Um, I taught for thirty-four years elementary music and middle school music. So when I left, I knew it was the right time, but I really missed the kids and I missed the programs, but not the the rest of it. Yeah, not the rest of it. I was it's really ready fun. to break away. There's some real biddies in the, uh, <laughs> yeah. in the elementary. It's not. There are a couple. Yeah. It just. Really it, there's it, some people I wanted to confront. Yes. <laughs> that was at my. Asked. That was my retirement party, though. You wanted to confront them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she didn't like what they were saying. And no, remember? they're just judgmental. Some of them are power trippers. Home. A little bit, they were. Some of the teachers, like, there's different types, but there is a power tripping type that I. Oh, don't like, don't like no. That. And we got to be away from that a little bit. I think in in the arts, you got to kind of do your thing, do your thing, do your programs, and travel to the next school. But uh, oh, wait, so, mom but traveled. I did travel. That's I nice. ate in my car for you know fifteen <laughs> years. Um, Tim Hortons, though, isn't that interesting? We see them all over. Eat the car and then go in the middle school, but um, because now I'm teaching some private students, little ones. <laughs> You guys know it. You love it. They know Tim Horton. <laughs> um, 
And then, <laughs> I'm so lost. I what did I say? <laughs> I love you, Mom. I just uh, was Tim Hortons. It was close to the middle school, so I zipped through there, and then I... I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, we but, see them here. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're no, great. Absolutely. But I liked teaching privately, and the little ones, my youngest one is like four, and the oldest one's like ten, and... They come to my house, and I love that. I really love teaching the you know, so how piano. You, you have a couple students right now, Mom. Yeah, I have four. And you're teaching um, home piano lessons. Home piano lessons. Indeed. And I have a little grandson I watch on Tuesday, Thursday. Oh. And, um, just the love you. of my life. I have a, I have a grandson who's six and a granddaughter who's eight. Oh, wow. And they're just marvelous, and they're here. They came with Andrew and my wonderful daughter-in-law, Colleen. So the four of us have been together, and I really so appreciate your inviting me to this because as a result, I was able to come up yesterday by myself and uh, hang out with them. And then my husband and our friends will be coming tonight. Okay, great. Good. I love that. So Andrew's show, is is, he was a co-creator of Big Mouth, um, and it's a lot, I'm sure lots of, who's here has seen Have it any now. of you seen it? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Thank oh, you. People. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hilarious popular Hilarious. show. <laughs> um, when you, and, and I assume you've watched all the episodes? Of course. Yes. Yeah. And do you notice, are there stories from him growing up? Like, these are sort of things you're recognizing, or are there secrets coming out, for example? <gasps> oh, what can oh, you tell us? What can you tell us about that? Are there secrets coming out? Because <laughs> puberty is an interesting time <gasps> oh, to deal with yeah. your child. Terrifying. You know, we we're mothers of comedy people, right? <laughs> if when you have children and there's, they seem to be going in that direction, Remember my warning. Watch what you do. <laughs> because they will be. And you don't know. The whole world may know about your indiscretions <laughs> someday. Yes, yes. And so um, the character that I've uh, inspired is Barbara. Oh. <laughs> and my husband, uh, Michael, is, of course, Marty. <laughs> Marty, the one that Andrew says, you mean the one-star Yelp review come to life? <laughs> and he's really a very nice person, but when he says he doesn't like many people, unfortunately, it's true. <laughs> but he also says he loves his wife, but don't tell her. <laughs> Aww, that's so great. All true. That's All fun. True. I love that. Um, the the um, show that they got nominated for an Emmy for uh, was the one about Planned Parenthood. Remember that one? Uh-huh. I think it was episode five, season two. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoa. This um, that, that shows Barbara having an abortion, oh. which was not true. Not that I... I feel not, not that there's anything wrong with it, as Seinfeld <laughs> would say. Um, but uh, we were married 13 years before Andrew was born. So there was, there was time not, for an abortion. It was time. <laughs> <laughs> right. We, we were very, very blessed to even have him. We had long Aww. since given up hope of having a child. Aww, that's oh, wonderful. Nice. And there he that's was. Wonderful. He gave a little gift. Yeah. Yeah. He did. 
Have you seen a little bit of um, Big Mouth? I wish so much, but I didn't yeah. know. I, I don't very know gross. It, but I'm going to. <laughs> it's very gross. It is very different. <laughs> I warned you. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. It is very. Because that's the thing. Sometimes moms feel, you, watching our material, I'm sure. Like <laughs> a little uncomfortable. Well, sometimes. Um, a little. Well, <laughs> my, I have a friend whose mother is the sweetest uh, Hopper's mom. She's Her name is Rose. And she's so sweet, and she keeps bugging me for links to Sophie's material. <laughs> and I just kind of, oh, okay, I'll send you something. <laughs> and I was listening. And then you don't. But then she's, right. she was emailing me ferociously after I bumped into her somewhere. So I thought, I, I have to. And I was listening to the meltdown set. I was listening to all these things, and they all had, and I just thought, she asked. So I, I, but she hasn't she hasn't talked to me since <laughs> so yeah uh, it's a good They're way not, to weed out the losers <laughs> right so right, loser right. yeah <laughs> she's a, you can well, email you have her to get she's in her 80s so it might right. just have not computed yeah. but um, anyway yeah yeah we'll we find out yeah. um we haven't released the episode yet but will forte's mom has a funny little anecdote oh my gosh. in there she brought some women to set of mcgruber on the day they filmed the celery scene um, <laughs> <laughs> so that'll make or break some friends uh, they she also was so never emailed back um, yeah after that oh. never mind what you're doing is good work it yes is good work it Thank is good you, work oh, important maybe Linda work could tell that short little story we were talking in the green room by the way the only thing green in the green room are the circles <laughs> like see there <laughs> but anyway um, so there's a story in the Talmud, and it's about an ancient rabbi. His name is Rabbi Baroka. And he was famous for having conversations with the, rab with the prophet Elijah, which is very impressive because they didn't live at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so Baroka is walking through the marketplace with the, the prophet Elijah, and he says, do you see anybody here who's worthy of the world to come? And Elijah says, no. And then he looks and he said, wait a minute, those two over there, and they were the entertainers. Those were the two that were worthy of the world to come. And the rationale is that they were making peace. Everybody was having a good time with them. They were laughing, they were friendly, everything was fine. And so I really think that the comedians are doing the Lord's work. It's beautiful. Thank you. That's a great story. That's a good one. So nice. I like to think that. <laughs> so think about that. You're doing Lord's work when you're standing yes, up there. Yes, I know. <laughs> on those moments when I'm uh, on stage here at a strip club, I'll remember that. Right. <laughs> Last night with people staring at me. I did um, have one person. I've had some people fall asleep during my work. Um, <laughs> Well, I'm a rabbi. I can sympathize. When I was asked teaching. if I was nervous, I said, oh, well, as long as they stay, stay awake, I have a very low bar. I, I definitely napped in my classroom. <laughs> I couldn't, I felt, I don't know what I was going through, but I feel like in college, I couldn't stay awake in class. Mm -hmm. I feel so like you bored, can only get maybe. mono once, but I think I got it twice. <laughs> I would just like fall. I, one time I was in English class, I fell asleep on my arm, I drooled 
all the way down <laughs> my arm to the point where my it Get built a puddle that pool. spilt out from under <laughs> my arm. This was in college. Yeah. You, Mom, I love you so much. Oh, you I keep forgetting. Talking to the microphone. I know. Well, when I was a music teacher, I never sat down. I was going all the time. I wish I could have Bang, fallen asleep. Drums, hitting xylophones, <laughs> a cymbal. Standing up, playing the piano. Yeah, well, you went back to school. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? You also went back to school. You were busy all the time. You got your master's. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I didn't get that until I was about 20 years in. Mm-hmm. And it really just gave me, you know, new... I was invigorated. It came at a good time. Invigorated. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. And new ideas and... And so growing up, did either of you guys, like, because, you know, we've, you all produced these brilliant comedians. <laughs> growing up, did, did you guys ever have, like, what were your aspirations growing up? And, and I just want to hear about your childhood a little bit, how you guys became who you are. Did you always want to be an artist? I, I think since I was around 12 or 13, I, like, I, you know how in your life you remember certain tiny little moments? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. One of my, maybe not my first, but one of my little moments was 12 or 13 doing a sketch of a girl that sat across from me um, in the cafeteria. And when I saw it, the sketch, to me, it looked exactly like her. It kind of blew my wow. mind. Wow. And I think that that sort of stuck with knew. me. And I, and I felt like uh, with Sophie around 12, 13, 14, that's when she started. She did a bit of acting before doing stand-up comedy, but I felt like that is the time often when when those big life moments hit you, mm-hmm. and you, if you're lucky, you kind of stick with them. Yeah. So yeah, I think I, I was pretty early when I wanted to, when I realized that, was that your power gift. of art for me was huge. Yeah. And you were yeah. in the Ottawa area, and did you go to school, and were there art classes around, or did you end up pursuing um, a higher education, or...? Um, my family was military, so we moved a lot uh, all over the place. When I finished uh, high school, the first thing I did was went off to art school. Oh. So I did... Where did you go? I went to Toronto um, OCAD, art, okay. art college there. And then, uh, fuck that. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm going to go traveling. You know? Like I was just a young hippie, really. <laughs> so I skipped all my classes. <laughs> I said no to the uh, scholarship. No, I don't want that. I'm going to travel. And so I went off to uh, kibbutz in Israel, and I picked Pamela, and I had all of these experiences, and I slept on the beaches in a lot. Like, just oh my. loved wow. my travel year. And how, about how old were you then? 19. 19? Wow. Perfect. Yeah. And then I said no, oh, no, I didn't. Everything I owned was stolen, actually. <laughs> I was going to say my decision, but it wasn't. So <laughs> All your things? All of my things. Start over. Who did I was in Tel Aviv. I was in Tel Aviv in a youth hostel. Oh, and wow. I was waiting to go on a dig in Syria. And I thought, that's the coolest thing to ever do. And I woke up. And my entire year of traveling bag was just gone. Oh no! Oh yeah, it was and I and had things on you had collected along the way. Things I collected, old photographs, little oh, mementos. No. I left a year of travel with a plastic bag, and my parents picked me up in Montreal. You oh know. wow! But luckily, there's you know embassy. So, it, but the funniest part of that story was in this uh, hostel. There was another fellow from England that I didn't know. It was just shared rooms. 
and he also woke up with everything stolen. So someone had come in the middle of the night and taken all of our stuff, but the but he had his pajamas weren't really reasonable for him to go around collecting. Scant. So the youth hostel gave him these pink shorts. And, <laughs> and for the next couple of days, he and I both had to go to the police station and, you know, the embassies and things. And I kept seeing him running around the <laughs> Tel Aviv in these little pink baby pink shorts. <laughs> and, oh and it, but we both, you know, it, it, it solved itself Aww. and we went back home. But I can't remember the point of the story. <laughs> <laughs> It's, that, it's like you. Go, it's Don't like when you wet yourself at school, the they give you pants that are definitely not your pants. Yeah, yeah. And everybody knows that it was definitely. <laughs> There's like you definitely pants. had an accident. Yeah, he had yeah. an accident, and everybody knew. Everybody it. knew. Oh, yeah, that's, that's but, too bad though. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think if there's been a time. Oh, I've had a backpack stolen right before my first album recording. You went and to the police. I sure did, and they didn't. They didn't care at all. You said it was gold. It was yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. They don't love you so much, but people do need to hear you into the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, that's the last time I'm going to say it. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm used to the ones that were like right there. You could do things with your arms and your hands. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, just right near your mouth. Did you hear what? What Toby said about and I, and I forget the point of the story. I love you so much. I forget the mouth. point of the story. I oh. have been doing that for quite a while now. I get going on something and I go yeah. there and then I go. Hmm. I get so excited that I know what I'm saying for a certain period of time. <laughs> Where like were was, we? Why did I bring that? But up? I can't follow through with. You know, you do tie backs and yeah. comedy. Yeah. I can't do yeah, that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I do you, the same thing though. I say things. I'm like, what was I? You know what it is? What is I, it? My excuse is my phone. I'm t- on my phone too much. So I don't know. Is it ruining my brain? Probably. Too much it's, too much yeah. around yes, us in our head. On your phone it's quick to do something and then all of a sudden your phone dings something else. Something else. Right. Somewhere else. Mm-hmm. They're ruining our brains. Mm-mm. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little dark. <laughs> Got a little dark. Well, I think we need to take a break. So we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. I'm not tired. <laughs> but now you've come full circle with pursuing your art. You know, now you'll have that time to get yeah, it. So I'm going feel like back who you to were when I was, you know, 18, mm-hmm. went off to art college, then I did all the, just like the loss of memory. You know, yeah. I lost my track, uh-huh. and now I'm back. Now you found it again. Yeah. Just takes years. a little while. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And do you feel like you'll need to go, like, do you want to go back to school, or are you just like, you don't really need, it seems like it's a natural gift for you, so it's not like you need to go to school. It's more I, just get in I there. think it's nice to take classes and meet some people, but I have, not many, but I have a couple friends, you mm-hmm. know, so you have a little bit of a community, mm-hmm. a few friends that like to yeah. paint as well, mm-hmm. so... I think I just want to grow that um, side of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. yeah, perfect. That's yeah, really Pain nice. Is your favorite sort of medium is on canvas or mostly weird little paintings on canvas? But I'm I'm hoping to make them a little less weird, a little more positive. <laughs> <laughs> that's my goal. Hi. <laughs> I mean, much like comedy, the, it's, oftentimes you see young comics and they're on stage telling sort of dirty gritty the first sort of shocking story they can think of and then you start growing over time i mean 
mom likes some of my material, but early on she would be like, what would you say? Into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a little bit like your story with your friend who would say, oh, where could I find Sophie's things? And oh, so, the truth comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I was always afraid they wouldn't get it. You know, they wouldn't get you, and then they'd make comments and things. No, plenty of people make comments. Uh, <laughs> but see, they don't love sharing. you like I love you, so I, I was hesitant sometimes that they wouldn't get it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure they would. I think, you, you know... You're, you're amazing. Oh, thank you, Toby. <laughs> you're, love. You know, I think it's your... I find myself to be an acquired taste. It's like... I don't think that, I don't mean that in the, I just mean in a, if you, you, you might not like me. Everyone, <laughs> no, but it's true. Mean, like, everyone you has, have to be special to get it. I mean, it's not for everybody. But everyone uh, does have taste in music and taste in comedy. That's why I love your comedy immediately. Love it, love it. It's good values. But people yeah. don't treat anything else like that. They, right. Like they treat comedy like you don't right. go to Nickelback's video and write, this is crap. You know, you yeah. just don't you just listen avoid to Nickelback. It. <laughs> right. People go to people's videos and they're like, this isn't funny. It's they like, it's not for you then. Yeah. Right. It's not. So better no. not watch it again. TV, yeah. <laughs> TV movies. Yeah. You know. So the, if there's anything I've learned from social media, it's that there are people out there with some really outlandish opinions and you yes. just don't you know just yeah. let it go yeah. Yeah. Let, it let go, go. Yeah. let it go how let do you go. let go let i don't go. i have issues well we needed to hear from linda oh, about sorry. um yeah. you said you worked about for what? ibm <laughs> yes you were, uh, so did you like I was get a, a business degree or you no no i was no. techie um, i graduated from wellesley uh, liberal arts and my typing wasn't good enough to get into advertising or meaning types per minute. Meaning type per yeah, minute. Yeah, they used to do that. Back. That used to be typing per minute without errors. That was the trick, right? How many words per errors. minute? Yeah, right. That was what they used to do. Yes. And so I heard that they were hiring programmer trainees. I had no idea what a computer was. I'd never seen a computer. This was in 1964. And um, I, I started because it was a lot more money than I could have gotten for these jobs that they didn't want me for. Mm -hmm. And the first week I was working there, I met my husband. <gasps> I loved the work. Oh. I loved being a programmer. It was just wonderful. I like technology. I still do. Mm -hmm. By I see, the way, I see your Apple Watch. Oh, oh I, yeah. I, oh, <laughs> iPad, the, the MacBook, everything. Ooh. I've got it all. <laughs> Certainly the iPhone. 10s yes. max. My mom hasn't right. turned her phone on. <laughs> <laughs> My mom's scared to turn her phone on here for some reason. By the way, well, I, I didn't to... want to incur the the charges. We can chat. You while scared chat. me a little. <laughs> 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 we have a little side conversation. Excuse Tell us. Oh, no, that's fine. <laughs> Tell us so everything. I did. I spent a year in Israel. Oh, you did between high school and college. I, and I, I had didn't have any bad experiences, so I wanted Did, to let you know oh, that. <laughs> no, I, I, it was my one of my favorite years of my life. It, it was just that was the way. It ended. Yeah. Did you kibbutznik? I, I did. I several several months on a kibbutz. Uh, which yeah. one did you go to? Katzirim. It's in, near uh, Beersheba. Okay, yeah. I was up near Lebanon. And I was also at the one uh, Solalim in the north. I was I, in the north, Matsuva yeah. area. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fabulous. Well, wait, you know, you can interrupt if That's you want. Really <laughs> yeah. 
Well, well I want to hear more. Time. That's lovely, though. Who would After. You never <laughs> we have a lot in common. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad we brought you two together for that uh-huh. reason. And also, Sophie is a writer, too, because Andrew wrote for Family Guy for years. For 10 years. Oh, so gosh. Stand up, but also writes for This Hour as 22 she's ri- Yeah, she's writing for Canadian comedy, sat- oh, new satire TV for you. show. Mm-hmm. And Great. She, and I've always thought Sophie was a writer because when she was little, she would write little novels. She'd go up in my mom's, we lived with my mom for a while, and she'd be <laughs> up in that computer room in mama's, grandma's bedroom, typing away like pages and pages and pages <laughs> of these little, little stories. Wow. So this is lots wow. of similarities. You know, you reminded me of something. Andrew, when he was little, you know, he had action figures, which were really dolls for boys, right? (laughs) (laughs) And he borrowed some Barbie dolls, and we found him, there's a little stream not far from our house, and he was filming them. Oh, my. Doing, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Now that you've seen Big Mouth, we can only guess. (laughs) (laughs) I have to ask him what they would do in Big Mouth after this. Yes. Uh, it's very I gross. Love it. I it's told gross. you it's yeah, very yeah, I gross. Know. I know. Yeah. yeah. And and um speaking of Big Mouth too, it was co-created with Nick. Right. So friend. That means they grew up together? Oh, did they grow up together? I think it was <laughs> since first grade. Okay. They discovered each other. And they were really, they were soulmates, you know, from very early age. And because Andrew was an only child, we would have Nick for the weekend or they would spend the weekend at the Cross House. (laughs) And whenever we traveled, we took Nick with us. So we took him to the Caribbean. (laughs) We took him to China. We took somebody else's child (laughs) to China. (laughs) It was a year after Tiananmen Square. Oh my wow. gosh. But wow. we had we always had a wonderful time and they were they were just hilarious together. Can you imagine how much fun it was to have those two boys with you oh, yeah. all yeah. the time? It, as uninhibited as they are. <laughs> Pardon? Did they get in trouble though or get you guys in trouble? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but they were Just such fun. Yeah. We'd go to the movies a lot because I love movies. And on the way home from the movie, Andrew and Nick would recite the dialogue of the movie, always comedy. Yeah. And they remembered it. Their teachers at Solomon Schechter would not have believed that they had those powers of concentration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Oh gosh! Having favorite? those boys in the back seat as you're driving along. Oh, it, I bet you that could was barely fun. keep the car on the road. We, we yeah. so hilarious. We had so many near accidents. That's what I remember driving with Sophie. And again, the tears, the right. laughing tears. Yes. I have to pull over. <laughs> right. Because we, we, would, we did that a lot. We ate in the car. We laughed in the car. It was... Very, very unsafe. But we also did math homework in the car and came up with stories and songs. Like it was. Uh, and you two were sort of beautiful. Bu- so you were close. You're, you two were buddies. Very, close. Very, very close. Yeah. Very close. But the school, they, they didn't do well at, at school. I remember yeah. Sophie had a friend, uh, also a really close friend, Danielli. Her name was Danielle. I called her Danielli. And they, <laughs> I would drive them to school every morning and then say goodbye. And they would leave, like they would take a bus to back to like someone, one of the houses, and do I don't know what they would do. Really, but they somehow also 
managed, <laughs> like the schools call when the students don't go to school often, but mm-hmm. there was You're somehow like, just dropped the ball. wrong phone number was in the administration. <gasps> oh, weren't you lucky? <laughs> Oh, you put the wrong phone number in there. So I think they really didn't like school. You put the wrong phone number in there. That was very clever. (laughs) Clever girl. They like their friends. They like to hang out with their friends and laugh and do their their creative things. Wow. But not be in a school. You were were pretty compliant. That's so interesting. Andrew's birthday is on St. Patrick's Day. So we went in, when he was at Columbia, we went in one St. Patrick's Day to take him out or something. And he said, wow, I didn't get to go to the parade today. This is the first time in five years that I've missed the parade. Oops. (laughs) 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 Oops. St. Patrick's Day was yeah. on a school day yeah. in that five-day period. Yeah. And he was now you know. Period. Thank That's you. interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how yeah. we find the things out. So Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I, I remember it was 45 days absent when I got the <gasps> the report card. Oh, think, my God. So 45 days? Oh, and I went straight wow. to the you school. Win. You win. I couldn't. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I had to incredible. date. I had to date her um, guidance counselor to get her to graduate. <laughs> like I did whatever it took, you know, whatever it took. Wow! Because she's graduating. <laughs> but oh, she didn't go. She wasn't an attender. Oh my gosh! I love it. I was always. I acted up, but I was pretty much scared. Um, I I don't know. I was a nice balance of acting up, but still playing. She was pretty you could compliant. Still go, just go and like I would do pranks, but not enough to get me kicked out. Yeah, kind of. Like well, I she was the youngest of three, so it's oh. not like she was an only child. She oh. was. Yeah, the youngest like of I did three. the morning announcements, and I said you added things that they didn't plan <laughs> on saying. Like tomorrow is bring your pet to school day. You know? <laughs> that. Oh, that's brilliant! That would kids so really nice. do it? Yeah, I think. Oh some of wow, them I love that. And then later before that, I feel like no one. I don't. I, they suspended me from just the <laughs> announcements. <laughs> oh, so you did that? Yeah. So you know, it was a nice balance of that's of, a of that but my first i feel like my first little foray into performance was i was we did cheering programs so like in third grade Mm -hmm. we would audition you have to get up and sing in front of everybody else and i auditioned i have a history of like making um taking a boy's role and getting it and then they just changed the name bonnie balloon so yeah it was barney and the magic balloon and i just you know I really knocked it out of the park. So they, <laughs> they said, let's make it Bonnie and the Magic oh. Balloon. Uh, and so that was my first time was. really performing. Mm-hmm. Are you so you a singer too? I can sing. Yeah. She can oh, sing. Oh, and the musical mom. Well, yeah. well you yeah. sang the dinosaur song. Oh, oh yeah, we and, could. Uh, um, so you, you can sing? Yes. She can sing. But yeah. I mean, these songs. Well, she was in musicals in high school. They were yeah. so really fun go. musicals. I know. Really. She was a funny little character. Um, so I'd end up singing things like in a character voice. You know? She was Mama in Bye Bye Birdie. Oh, you know, Mama that. Right, right. Did people really have a song? There's a parent song that you can include or choose not to include in Bye Bye Birdie. And I was just like, we could skip it. 
<laughs> I was Bonnie and um, she wore my mom's knee highs and like uh, old shoes and, and she must have been so proud <laughs> yes she was and I used my um, drama teacher's bra and I filled it with two two bags each of brown sugar oh. <laughs> it was fun and I wore this it was very huge fun. outfit and then I came up from the back hitting people with my purse and <laughs> music man funny. she was a music man musical yeah. family yeah oh. just go through my whole um my well, it was fun. It was fun. My special skills are. Yeah. It's like a backup in case this career is not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I wonder what I would do if it weren't this. You wanted That's to be a, a vet. Good, I did want to be a veterinarian. Did she? Could, yeah. You could have done a good it. question. Did they want to um, be anything else when they were young? I always thought I wanted to Andrew be a did not. Uh, Michael, my, our hus- my husband, um, wanted him to get a law degree, mm-hmm. and he went to pre-law, and I heard him talking to my mother and saying, it's a good career, Grandma, for someone else. Yeah. You know, and yeah. That was the end of that. But he was never into it. His favorite thing about his internship in a, lo- a law firm was that they had a frozen yogurt machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But at IBM, he also did some work at Summers and IBM, and he got great material there. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, those real life experiences yeah. end up paying off yeah. in the comedy business. And from our dinner conversations. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is material. Everything's material. I, I don't know if your friends tell you this. But uh, they say if you were a better mom, he wouldn't be as good a comedy writer. So oh, yeah. <laughs> it's very comforting. Yes. Very comforting. <laughs> I, thought, uh, I thought I was really a, a loving mom, a very, like, never thought I was a really good mom in terms of a stable home or <laughs> money or, like, all these other things. The no, but I important was, things. But Sophie right. just today was telling, telling me something about how I didn't really teach her anything. Like, we, we just hung out. I didn't really <laughs> teach her. You know, like in puberty, doesn't your mom teach you well, like how to shave or something? And no. I guess I told her, <laughs> like, you're supposed to heat up the razor. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're supposed to heat up the razor. And I realized that's the only thing my dad ever taught me. <laughs> so we come by it naturally. Like, we... we <laughs> mother our kids the way we were mothered. Yeah, yeah it's kind of true. And there wasn't a lot of instruction. <laughs> <laughs> and, and those of you that watch Big Mouth will agree that the adults are clueless. Yes. <laughs> so we weren't alone. No, 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 there no. Was, there's others. Clueless. Yeah. And worse. Right. I, yeah. <laughs> now, I think at, at, you know, in the 20s, I'm starting to get stories out from Sophie about when she would sneak out the basement and mm-hmm. go and do this and you know like all of those stories start coming out now uh, because when you're right in it you do everything to not let your mom know what's really happening right so that's right. a nice thing about comedy is I, I start to get to hear things in the acts <laughs> and stuff. Oh, I've learned a lot from oh, yeah. Big Mouth. <laughs> yeah, I bet. And Big Mouth must be like, whoa. whoa. From right, but I think all of you have in common that you love your children very ah, much. Very you much. were wonderful mothers. Yeah. We were talking about that at lunch with my Aunt Andy and, and mom. It's like, I am um, the age my mom was when she had me. I live a very different life. And it's just, I can't imagine having a kid and two other of my... So I'm looking at myself in the mirror like, 
I can't keep real plants. And, and so, yeah, you, you did a fine job. You did a wonderful job. Yeah, they grew up. They did. Right? Children are beloved. Yeah. Safe, responsible, yeah. making a living. Right. So good stuff. Amazing, really. Yeah. Amazing. They are. Yes. Just amazing. It is pretty cool. It, it, it's a high wire act. Mm -hmm. And raising a, a comedy child, <laughs> even more. <laughs> We have about, we have a few minutes left, and I was thinking maybe the audience would have a few things they wouldn't mind asking. It, it, I want to open it up. Uh, someone just looked very scared. Um, <laughs> so you don't, you don't have to do it, but we have the Moms Live, and sometimes I wonder if people are listening, if they're like, you should have asked this, or, you know, we want to know more about this. So, oops, oh, Sophie. Sophie. <laughs> Sophie's like, please come see me tonight. Yeah, uh, can can someone teach me how to shave my armpits? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's against the group. Mine are getting a little hairy. <laughs> <laughs> if if you've seen uh, Big Mouth, uh, season two, episode one, you're shaking your head yes, you know what I'm talking about, with the wax. <laughs> True. <laughs> I got booed at Comic-Con no. for that. They didn't know I, that I was the person sitting there, but they booed the mother. For no! Oh. Well, I say you, who, instead of boo. I'm so sorry for that. <laughs> I would never boo you, Linda. No. Anybody else? Is this stressing you guys out? <laughs> Do you feel under pressure? <laughs> Anybody want to know anything? Anything. My wonderful lady here. Anything that ever made you guys mad? And if so, what? Some things that made you guys Ooh. mad. Very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and Andrew will tell you this. The one thing that would get me angry is if he would lose a Scrabble tile. <laughs> oh, oh. I love Scrabble. We played it a lot from a very young age. And whenever we travel, like going to different colleges to look at colleges, like on the train or something, if the if he was fooling around and the, and the board and we didn't get every single tile, that would get me mad. It's the only thing, really. <laughs> Impressive, quite honestly. Yeah. No, no, I'd get really mad. <laughs> I, I relate to that really well. I, 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 the only thing I remember getting mad at, though, was, was like an ex-boyfriend, but it's something Sophie always reminded me of, that this one guy and I broke up mm -hmm. because I sent him out for bagels and cream cheese, and he came back with low fat. <laughs> cheese. <laughs> like what? No. But she, she, she. But I never would have remembered that story. But she's repeated it to me, and then years later, it sounds so. St like I, but I was really mad. Like I yelled at him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there are weird, weird. You things want what that you we, want. You I want what you want. Cream cheese. Yeah, I live that bagel life. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Question. Uh, first times that you would hear your your uh, daughters or son on stage and would be talking about real life experiences that maybe you wouldn't want the whole world to know about. How how did you react or what were you thinking or that? 
Very interesting. (laughs) All right. So we saw uh, the first um, episode. It wasn't exactly, it was like a sketch of the first. It was called Adamantic. You know, it's like a sketch. But we saw it, the first episode, which you might recall is called Ejaculation. (laughs) (laughs) And, And my husband and I almost died. Yes, died. And I remember saying afterwards, oh, honey, that's really great. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, I wasn't convincing. And so um, my wonderful daughter-in-law, Colleen, wrote us an email in the middle of the night. We were visiting in California. We were our, um, the apartment we rented. And um, she said, oh, your son's worked so hard in this 18 months of his life, and this and that and that, and you couldn't generate more, whatever. And she was right. And I appreciated her saying it, but it didn't help, you know I mean? Mm -hmm. We were horrified. (laughs) I have to tell you now, I love the show. I watch it. Uh, it, When I I took the train up from New York, so 11 hours on the train to Montreal, I watched several episodes just for fun. But I have to watch it alone. Can't watch it with anyone. You don't want any friends commenting or anything like that. I don't want. I can't even watch it with Michael. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So, so did I answer your question? Yes, that makes perfect sense. Sometimes it just takes a minute. You know, it's like that initial shock. I think. Oh yeah. It takes a minute to get used to having some things out in public. I would just. Just quickly, I know Sophie started doing stand-up comedy, 14, 15 years old, in the little clubs in Ottawa, and her whole set was about sex. Mm-hmm. But I found out many, many years later that that's what she just thought people did. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Because I was never sure right. for years. <laughs> but, so, yeah, it was shocking in, in, for different reasons. Of course. Yeah. I think Sophie and Andrew are going to want to have their own show (laughs) to talk about what they feel about. The effect they had on their mothers. That's the beauty of this podcast is it's it's your turn. Uh, (laughs) It's your turn to talk. Well, almost all of the things have been, Bethy's things have been autobiographical. So then you have to kind of get over like, uh uh-oh. Did that really happen like that? Did I do that? (laughs) You know, about the phone. I guess I, you know. Mm-hmm. The phone and growing up and divorces, adopting a dog, all those things. You just feel like, oh, everybody knows now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone yes. knows now, yeah. you know. Right. But right. It's, right. We, we grow up from our perspective, even though we're loving moms, it's still all from our perspective. And when we see our kids talking about certain things, you your brain just goes, whoa, because you realize, mm-hmm. yeah, of course, this is a... This is a little human being growing up from their perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's a wonderful uh, wake up, wake up call, you know, yeah. sort of to, to realize um, everything from their perspective. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Generally, parenting is a humbling experience, as a friend used to say. Mm-hmm. But parenting a comedy person is a particularly humbling experience. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, do we do we want does anybody I don't want to leave anybody out. We pretty much have to wrap up. Is there anybody else that wanted to say anything? I know that's a lot of pressure to be the last one. <laughs> you want to have a little quick? Yeah. Um uh, I'm a stand-up comedian as well. I just started. Wonderful. Good for you. 
Yay. Um, and um, I'm really close to my mother. And as uh, comedians know, it could be kind of hard and the, the struggle is real. Yeah. Um, is, there, <laughs> is there anything that um, you as a parent would want me not to share, or your uh, kid not to share with you with the struggles and going through, you know, trying to develop your career? Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you mean like mm. content? Like, no, like, is there any, um, like, uh, situations that, like, if I go through a hard time or a tough situation, I share with my mother because I'm very close. Yeah. Um, but it could be very hard as a mother to hear some of the things that, like, I can go through. Um, yeah. Is there anything that you would be like? Right. <laughs> it's harder yeah. not to hear. Yeah. Yeah. You know okay. what used to bother me a little bit or upset me is, when if Beth ever did like self-deprecating humor, where she'd be saying things about herself, and it made me like, no, it's my entire set. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, over time, you'll change. I, you just start it. You yeah. know, and I think oftentimes you go through these phases as a comic when you first start. You're that's kind of where you start. Yeah, is you're looking in the mirror and you're saying things, and you'll continue to grow as a person, and ideally grow as a stand-up on stage. And yeah, my mom would always just say, "I wish you would just be nicer to yourself." <laughs> well, yeah. I, that's and, how I felt. I didn't. You know, yeah. I, my mother loves it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So it, it will be good fodder for you. I, but I also think you you were always respectful, and I think that's a good thing too. She was always respectful, but it was her own perspective, and it was the way she saw things, and I welcomed that. Yeah. And also, Diane, as you were saying before, um, when when we were in the green room, um, comedy helps us feel connected to yes. each other. Yeah. And so the t self-deprecating stuff helps your audience. So yeah. mm -hmm. that's right. Right. Trying to relate. Yes. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I think the last thing we should do to wrap up, we could just plug your Instagram handles. <laughs> Are you on social media where we can of course. find people? To I'm a techie you? for sure. I'm okay. going to be following Linda immediately. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So I am. Rabbi Linda P. Goldberg. That's, that's on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> and on Facebook, I'm just Rabbi Linda Goldberg. Okay. okay. Perfect. And Toby, one more time. To Toby Rosenblum, Instagram. Toby Rosenblum, Facebook. Toby Twitter. Top Toby Top Girl Rosenblum Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's because I saw this Asian like, man. Can't, you can't do the. There excuse. was an Asian man called Toby Rosenblum on Twitter, and his mm. handle was Toby Top Boy. So I sent him a tweet. <laughs> I sent him a tweet. Toby Top Girl Rosenblum. Uh, I, <laughs> I love that. that. Yeah, Very that's good. brilliant. You can find my mom and I at We Called Your Mom on yeah, Instagram. And uh, I don't know if you want people to follow your private one. Boy, it's not very interesting. Okay, really. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm at Beth Snelling on everything. We are, this was our first live We Called Your Mom, and we can't thank you enough for being here. Thank you so much, and have fun at the fest. Thanks to Earwolf and Just for Laughs. If you still want more of Toby and Linda, you can find Toby at Toby underscore Rosenblum for her art and Sophie Buttle 
um, on Instagram and everything at S-O-P-H-B-U-D-S, Soph Buds. And listen to her album, A Little Bit of Buttle. And uh, Rabbi Linda P. Goldberg is also on Instagram. And um, she's out there making marriages still happen <laughs> and um, bringing people together. And you can watch Emmy Award winning show Big Mouth on Netflix. And um, cool. You know, Maya Rudolph. Peace be with you. Yeah, Maya, she won an Emmy. She's Congrats, awesome. Maya. She's awesome. You know, you are listening. Mm-hmm. I love her. <laughs> Goodbye. Farewell. I'll be here saying goodbye. Goodbye.